Uh, good evening, everybody. It is a Monday, of course. It's Monday. My name is Mabel Apili. I'm the host of this podcast together with Ivy. Hi, everyone. Uh, it's nice to be back and it's nice to be with you guys again. Hope you had had. had. Oh, yes, had. Had a lovely weekend. <laughs> uh, as you all know, we're still continuing with the continuing with the mental health series. Today we shall be discussing anxiety, and you know, anxiety is a disorder, as we all know. So we'll be discussing that. What are the symptoms? What are the signs? We have a very special guest with us today. She's very close to me. She's uh, she'll introduce herself. I'm so excited to have her here, and I'm so honored that she accepted our invitation please introduce yourself hi everyone my name is esther kamenzi i am my boss friend like she has already said whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, team leader at 40 days over 40 smiles foundation um also co-founder of house of penda which is an online accessories store so yeah check us out all yes. of the work that we are doing and get to know about it thank you so much esther she forgot to mention that 40 days over 40 smiles is a charity organization that works with children from vulnerable communities in regards to education so check them out on instagram as well and twitter and all the social media platforms house of penda does accessory accessories like socks sheds uh hairpins wallets specs wallets yes soon enough they'll introduce some other things i'm sure watch this space <laughs> exactly uh ivy i think you should start us off okay so guys we hear a lot about anxiety and we use it a lot maybe sometimes in the right way probably sometimes we just use it without necessarily really knowing yeah what is anxiety when we say anxiety what are we talking about so guys this is a discussion it's open for discussion we're just going to be discussing a lot about anxiety but it's not necessarily you know an interview or anything like that so yeah so esther mabel what when you say anxiety what really do you mean what yeah. do we mean and before you know maybe we proceed we are going to be having the professional uh, view of it at the end of this series we shall be having a psychologist come up and they will discuss this entire like all these topics that we're discussing but say with a more with an expert thing. yes that one yeah. so i think esther will have to start with yeah. what anxiety means or what you think it, it entails for me, um, I would say that anxiety is a feeling of worry and just being nervous about the outcome of things you don't know. Yeah, um, you're uncomfortable. You can't really put a finger to it, but then you're you're very nervous, worried about what's going to come. And I think the example that I can give right now, which is very timely, is the pandemic. Uh, COVID-19 came and there was so much uncertainty. There's still so much uncertainty because we don't know, are we going to get an antidote soon? If we do, when is it getting to Africa? When it gets to Africa, when is it getting to Uganda? So, all of those things, there's no timeline. So, it's understandable for anyone to be anxious about what's going to come because we don't have a clear picture of how it's going to end. Yeah. Ivy, do you have anything else to add? Uh, I'll just maybe talk about anxiety ideally actually should be well a good thing but in like a moderate dose, yeah. you know? Because what it does is to kind of um, prepare our, our, should I say our bodies yeah. for danger. Yeah. So it's kind of like that warning, it releases that gives you that feeling as if you're being warned against something so should you maybe be in a maybe walking in a dark alley alone it kind of gets your senses heightened so 
ideally should be able to protect us or maybe help us be able to protect ourselves but when it gets to a certain point where maybe this is how you're feeling all the time and or this is happening so frequently or this is happening where in a situation where um it, there's no cause for concern maybe yeah. i'm just sitting there hanging out with my friends and suddenly i'm feeling like this and it's there's no cause for concern so that is where i think we come from having no more anxiety like you know the one you have when you're going to do your exams like, exactly. and now it becomes a disorder at this point is where we i think kind of have to refer think. to it as a disorder even like maybe i have an anxiety disorder and it's no longer the normal kind of anxiety everybody else experiences. Yeah. I think another way to like the positive side of anxiety, yes. I would say is it shows you care. If yeah. you're worried about an exam, if you're worried about a job interview, you if you're concerned, it. you know, yeah. someone is going for surgery, someone you love, yeah. you're worried because this is someone that you actually care about. Yeah. So yeah. yes, it can be detrimental in large doses, but then that's just the small moderate amount, it's yes. okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I almost feel like yeah, I'm with like experts already when I was speaking so. yes, that's just understanding because you know they've gone through this and they'll keep sharing tidbits Ivy would you just let us know the different types of anxiety what are the different forms of anxiety what what do we like how do we know okay this is how this is this and, yes, and how it can be categorized okay so there's anxiety generally is broken down in several forms I yeah. think the major four or five um, there's generalized anxiety disorder. Yes. So <clears throat> this is where um, you have this feeling of worry or pending doom or fear, and it happens of a lot, like frequently, with no particular reason. You yeah. Know? And it happens a lot of the time. So this is something I think most people actually tend to get, especially adults versus kids. Adults usually get it. You're driving, suddenly you're worried. You don't know why you're worried. You don't know. <laughs> there's no nothing that has happened that has yeah. made you have to feel this type of way, but you're feeling like that. Mm-hmm. So that is generalized anxiety disorder. And then there is um, specific phobias. Now, versus generalized where it's just happening to you, with specific phobias, it's kind of for particular things. For example, for you, Mabel, you have a fear of um, buses when they're an inclination, right? Yes. You tend to think it's going to go back behind and yeah. we're going to get into an accident. Really large trucks. When I see yes. large trucks, Me I'm too. just like, it's Especially all Especially for us. Have you watched Final Destination? <laughs> right. Please, let us All those petroleum yes. trucks. Those ones are well for me. Like, I see them, I freak out so much. Yeah. So that is specific phobia. It's not like a general case, yeah, but it's so for so particular so. things. Really fear of heights, fear of claustrophobic. If you put them in a uh-huh. place which is close. Yeah, in close like places that people who are claustrophobic, so those are specific. So that is the anxiety that comes from that. Yeah. Then children tend to have what they call um, selective mutism, where you know you, you've seen those kids, or maybe watched you or had about children, yeah, <laughs> where um, they uh, maybe at school they tell you, oh, um, Susan is a very quiet girl. She doesn't talk. She doesn't necessarily have friends. She's you know, but you're like, but Susan is not like that at home. Mm-hmm. Susan talks a lot at yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> Susan is up and about. But at school, she's not. So that is what they call selective mutism. For some reason, when the kids are in, I guess, certain settings, yeah. I don't even really know why, but maybe the psychologist will tell us. Yeah, when they're in certain that. settings, they, I think, don't feel comfortable, comfortable. talking or they feel yeah. scared. Yeah, then I guess what would be selective mutism in kids is what kind of a social anxiety in adults. for adults. adults. Yeah. Have you been in a place where you're overly conscious about? Everything, everything, and everything you do, and everyone, yeah. like 
you're just not comfortable in that social setting. Yeah. Suddenly, you're afraid of embarrassing yourself or speaking. What if I don't? My fly open. Yeah, yeah. what if they judge me or type yeah. of way? So that is social anxiety. And then lastly, I think panic, panic attacks. Yeah. There are people who get panic attacks and they're really bad. Like I've heard people describe it as they can't breathe. You know, there are people who get to it where they can't breathe and they yeah. feel like they're suffocating and running out yeah. of breath. And some There's actually do collapse and people yeah, cry. Yeah. Some people pass out. Yeah, yeah, a lot of things, I guess, happen in that situation. Yeah. So those are kind of the ways in which anxiety can be I think broken down yeah. I think yeah. there's also PTSD yeah so you've gone through a traumatic experience it could have happened when you were 15 mm. perhaps you were molested and then it just manifests itself even 30 years That's later true. you know like mm. something just happens and then it triggers it and then it's back to where you, where are, you are feel like you're living it again in that yeah. moment ah, that okay uh, so uh, having realized that you know both of you have gone through are some of you are either still going through anxiety or you've gone maybe there's still there are certain things you're going through that you know cause that bring anxiety there are others where you know there's no more anxiety you've been able to deal with it so i'll just ask from esther from your point of view what were some of the symptoms that you got when you are when you are or when you were going through anxiety or having anxiety okay so for me yes so you know how we've said you know regular anxiety you're just worried about what's going to happen i think mine is beyond that worry you have like 630 scenarios of what could go wrong and it would even be small things like you know the 4040 events we are planning an event you've had countless meetings everyone knows what they're supposed to do but then when you get to bed at night you're just like what if it rains how about if the car doesn't start working oh but the volunteers who said they were coming Hmm, what if they all don't come how about no one comes for the event then what we've already staked so much on this what's going to happen and so i started to notice that each time especially when i was planning or something is going to happen or i'm going to like give a presentation somewhere everything stomach ache sweats yeah you get like you just feel like this is the end of the world why did i say yes can i cancel now no i can't cancel now how what are they going to think oh my god i have to get through with it this is going to help us if we make this speech what what is going to grow but then you are just in sort of a panic that you can't even explain so for me it's usually it's very mental but when it comes from being mental then it becomes physical so when it when it like gets physical do you get like body tremors it's like what what is the physical so for me some of the things that let me know one palpitations yeah yeah it can be early in the morning yeah. it could be late afternoon you just your heart is just beating and you've not exercised or like been physically involved in anything the one time that i actually had a panic attack it was i think maybe beginning of last year yeah. we were at an event and i just felt like Luckily for me, a very good friend came to check on me because I wasn't coming back. I'd gone to the bathroom and when she got there, she phoned me as just like shivering. At the same time, I was sweating. I felt like I was suffocating and luckily she just got a wet towel and then she started rubbing my face and my entire body and in like five minutes, I was back to normal. So sometimes it's even, there's another time I was giving a speech and I had a podium. So on the surface, yeah. I looked calm and eloquent and things are coming out, but below my legs were shaking. shaking. So even when I tell people this, they're like, no, you nailed it, you're lying. Yeah. But my body says yeah. otherwise. otherwise. And yeah. just because our gut, our gut is like our very first 
it hints it tells yeah. us things you know something is going wrong so it's like you have a running stomach you have constipation things you are fine two minutes right. ago yeah. then you just hear this news and then suddenly your body is no longer not, yours yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah ivy do you want to share with us some of the symptoms um, that you've had some of the symptoms kind of like esther yeah. palpitations like your heart pounds so fast and so hard and there is no yeah. real reason sometimes for me i have no appetite like i can have no appetite for days <laughs> like at all yeah. i can't eat a single thing i can't force it to go have you ever had a situation where you want to swallow and things are not swallowing yeah like, yeah yeah so get i get such and lose sleep i can't eat i can't it's all i'm thinking of yeah. like yeah. you're seated here but it's all i'm thinking of is this particular thing this, there, but yes like see. mentally i've tapped out i'm in this whole yes, yeah place i guess Occasionally, I think it can make it, sh- it makes me shiver. It makes me cry. I think I've had that those situations as well where you're yeah. speaking, and it can even be something so tiny. Like usually when you have my parents' memorial, when I have to go and take the reading, I am shaking. Like I feel like my knees are going to give way. Like yeah. I'm always trying to steady myself, and I'm like, "Friend, you've done this so many times. Like why are you shaking now?" But yeah. I always feel like my knees are just going to give way. Like and I just call out and like many times, so yeah. that's how I fall down. But yeah, for me, those are kind of the things I guess about the tremors, the palpitations, yeah. the no, lack of sleep, lack of eating, I can't eat, yeah. your stomach is in a knot the whole time, sometimes I get nausea occasionally, so those are those are some of the symptoms I guess I tend to, 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 to uh, get. get. Yeah, so you've mentioned the symptoms, you've mentioned, so this is how it is, this is what goes on, at what point do we then know that, you know what? Because already some of the things you've mentioned already seem like, okay, that is beyond normal. That's not yeah. what happens to me. I've not had a panic attack ever. I'm not there and I feel like my heart is pumping and I could just die any minute. So at what point do you stop and say, okay, you know what, Esther, Ivy, this is not the anxiety that Mabel experiences every day. This may be a disorder. And when you experience it, what do you do? Do you seek assistance? How do you cope with it now? How are you able to make sure that this does not stop your day-to-day running of activities? And if it ever did stop, can you just tell us how that was? Like, how did it affect your life at that point? Yeah, but say like your relationships at work or with yourself, yes, or, or just daily, just how your life daily routine. Yes, how did it affect you? But I think let's first start with how are you able to cope with these symptoms every day of your life? If it's still continuous, have you been able to deal with it? Yeah, so who wants to start? <laughs> okay, let me go. Yeah. So, one of the ways that I cope is also a trigger. And I'm going to explain that. Yeah. I'm a planner. Maybe you know that. Yeah. I want to plan everything to the last details. When we're arriving, when we set off, we're going for this number of hours. Mm. In Spokaf, you not to get us. We need to live with one to two hours so that there are no surprises. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So... Of, as in, she's talking right now, and... <laughs> We had discussed, uh, like, shared with us some questions for the podcast. So usually people have, you know, finished reading and what. Please, Esther has her notes. You think she's written like, she has like she eight has pages. All eh? down, all down, <laughs> and planned to yeah, planned to the T. Yeah. So maybe should yeah. Continue. Yeah. So I plan, and then that helps me to manage expectations mm. yeah. because sometimes you're like, worst case scenario, this is going to happen. Best case scenario, this is going to happen. At the same time, if plans don't go my way, anxiety is going to just shoot through the roof. Yeah. And it can come in very small ways. We were supposed to do this at a certain time, 
then five minutes too i just get a call from mabel and she's like oh sorry just got an emergency can we do this tomorrow what do you mean can we do, do this, this tomorrow? tomorrow i've already yeah. arrived yeah. i have prepared yeah. today is when we are doing this it just completely throws me off balance yeah. and then suddenly i have to now pick up small pieces. small pieces but then the people who are interacting with you and what they don't get it you can't even explain they just sent a quick text to yeah. say sorry yeah. their life is continuing but my life yeah. is not continuing now another thing that i get anxiety for which is not also it's very difficult to explain is phone calls when i see the phone ringing i'm just like why 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 are you calling mm. now the people who are closest to me know this so they don't just call they'll send a message and say i would like to call you are you available to talk now there i will mentally prepare for it but then if Mebo has the tea or like an emergency yeah. Yeah. she want to be given two to five business yeah. days <laughs> for you to actually have yeah. a call and the tea can disappear yes like, yeah. she is calling now at nine because it has this happened now. now and i'm just like oh sorry can't talk uh when, yeah. when is next and the next time i call her the moment has passed yeah. Yeah. so on one hand i cope by planning again like if yeah. you tell me we need to talk if you tell me something is going on it's serious i'm going to take it seriously i'll mentally prepare and i'm like excuse me okay let's talk yeah at this time oh i'm like let's meet because i prefer to meet face to face as opposed to phone, phone calls yeah. yeah another thing is routine for people who are anxious going outside routine affects you so it's nice to sort of sort in the morning this is what i'm going to do afternoon this is what i'm going to do evening this is what i'm going to do sometimes it will change because life is unpredictable yeah. but if you have a certain format it kind it of helps, helps. Yeah. i also find that exercising helps or even just breathing <laughs> like when you feel things happen just like you breathe yeah. in you breathe out you're like this mm-hmm. and also talking to someone yeah. It could be a friend who understands it because it's also going to trigger you if you're telling someone, oh my God, when when I get phone calls, I just don't know what. And they're like, what? what? Extra? Just a, yeah, you're extra. You're imagining things. Oh, millennials. Just tell us how much and how badly anxiety can actually affect your goal, your dream, your passion, your like everything, your day-to-day running of activities. Okay, so one of the things that anxiety does to you is that it comes with feelings of self-doubt yeah yeah so you had all these plans and it's telling you what you want to start what a business now nah, yes. mm. you can't do it do you know what it takes you need capital you need a team you need all these things yeah. marketing are you ready for that so it makes you second guess yourself and yeah. that's one way in which it has affected me i have all these dreams i have all these plans yeah but then i just wake up and i'm like hmm, who do you think you, you are, are yeah. Yeah. yeah do you really think that you can achieve all of this no possible reevaluate yeah. now you you're going down into a rabbit hole yeah. of inadequacies from when you were 12 yeah. you know like yeah. when someone told you you can't do it or yeah. i don't know yeah. or a teacher or a bully who came into who your came, life yeah. and made you feel less than yeah. so this carries on with you even in daily life then one of the other ways in which it has affected my daily life is failing to sleep mm. i have irregular sleep patterns and sometimes you're great life is going yeah. it's going well yeah. nothing is wrong you're not no, stressed no stress, your relationships nothing. are great yeah. so there you can be like i don't know why i'm not going to sleep but then there are other times when you can actually pinpoint yeah. your insomnia yeah. to an anxiety filled activity 
maybe I don't I, I'm not very good around crowds yeah. yeah so tomorrow you have to speak to all these people you need to interact and I'm just like why, why? Yeah. so the whole night you're tossing and turning imagining the worst what if I trip yeah what if they don't you know like taking what I'm saying what yeah. if anything goes wrong yeah. so there again it's just a normal regular activity the other people have already planned their outfit they're going to wake up take a bath yeah. and, and then arrive yeah. you on the other hand all these scenarios are keeping you up at night yeah. then this i think we had already spoken about but now like those abrupt changing plans yeah that just come they affect my daily life because it's going to happen yeah. forever and ever things will always change yeah. things will not always look Be- the way yeah. you want yeah. yeah and also like i mentioned earlier i run an organization and a business phone calls are an everyday the thing, thing. Yeah. don't tell the client sorry can't talk now because phone anxiety yeah. please yeah. text me yeah yeah so now i constantly find myself and there are some people i have a friend who she didn't have good eyesight so text are hard for her yeah. yes on the other hand i can't do phone calls so we are constantly fighting yeah. she'll call me 30 times yes. and i will not pick, pick. and yes. i will she will be like i know you're not going to pick but one day you'll pick, pick. yeah then i'll also text 30 times and, and she will not reply text. and yeah, she's yeah. like i told you i do not want to text you know yeah. so that's already a relationship that's being affected by, by something like that yeah. then on the business side i'm not going to lose clients simply because of this yes. so i'll see the phone ringing and i'm like i don't know this could be a call someone might want shits yes or someone wants more information about 4040 but i'm thinking all these things and the phone is ringing, ringing. Yeah, yeah chances are it might stop along sure. the way but now it's something especially this year that i am cautiously working on i'm like no matter how much anxiety it gives me pick up the phone yeah say what you have to say and if you're lucky the person will understand because yeah. usually when they start and they're like i'd like to invite you today i'm like thanks can you email this yeah, so i'll yeah. keep the conversation short i've managed to speak to you so you don't feel like i ignored you yeah, yeah. but then also at the same time it hasn't been so long that it's going to trigger me yeah. that's that's yeah that's yeah now that's what i wanted to hear very well it's lovely yeah that's lovely like yeah. you have found a way that somehow balances yeah. the anxiety and yeah, yeah. it's that's not funny. always easy but then yeah. because the, the, the world is unforgiving yes, you know like it's not an, going to understand yes. no one needs to be there oh yes. but also everyone so you're the one who needs something, something. Yeah. so you need to find they a way to work yeah. around it because it's not it's not about you all the time yeah. but yeah. then also you'll be left behind yeah, yeah. so huh ivy you want to share with us how you call um, and how it has maybe affected your day-to-day life so okay for me first my triggers i think also phone calls trigger me a lot yeah i think you know you know that yeah <laughs> phone calls in the night especially especially if they're at random times like in the night just like what's wrong what's now because yeah. a lot of the bad news i receive I'm is through calls so phone calls especially when they come from family yeah. I, I i don't want to pick the call like i look at it and like i don't want to pick it it might be anything you know somebody might want to tell me to pick it could be an emergency for them yes. but i don't at that moment itself, i'm thinking i'm just thinking oh my god no, no so yes. now you want to give me bad news so phone calls i think are a problem one, one some of the things that trigger me a lot yeah sometimes um i don't the fast speeding cars okay for me because of that accident i almost had in yes. first year mm-hmm. and then like a month later the gaga bus had an accident in the exact same place and almost everyone died since then first of all you can't get me to travel to like beyond Kampala <laughs> really it's I'm really so bad. afraid like I'm afraid of traveling beyond Kampala because yeah. 
that one time I did that, like on my own, not really on my own, but with friends my age, yeah. I practically got into an accident somewhere very random at the Karuma Falls. So I was like, oh my god, like, yeah, yeah. So now, even just going to Ginger, I'm thinking, oh my god, now I have to go all the way to Ginger. If I see a car go fast, if I'm sitting in a taxi and it starts to speed, yeah. I panic, like, now anything can happen to me at this point, I just yeah. might die. So, yeah. That's are some of the triggers I can actually think of right now. Yeah. A lot of the ways I cope, mostly when I over overthink things, because I think actually with anxiety comes overthink. Oh, with overthinking comes anxiety. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. you over overthink. Yeah. <laughs> so when I start to overthink, because I realize, I think with anxiety, a lot of the time we feel like that because. Your, your anxiety comes about because you are being put in a situation you can't control. Exactly. And once you don't have control, control you start to panic yeah. because you don't like to be in a place where you can't control the end result, yeah. how something's going to turn out. You don't know like what it's going to bring about. So I, what I do now, I just list a whole bunch of things like, what is it I want to do this? What is the worst that can happen from this? I over let my mind run like i think of all the scenarios i can think of this could happen this could happen this i'm like okay what exactly is realistic that could happen (laughs) yes sometimes the things we think are realistic and what are the odds that this will happen yeah okay what are the odds that this will happen Eh, it could happen okay this might actually really happen so i kind of categorize them and i have i come down to what really could happen so like okay what can i do to prevent this from happening So I kind of put that, oh, to prevent this from happening, I can do this, I should do this, I should do this, I should do this. Yeah. In the event that these things don't work, what can I do to mitigate the worst that could happen? I will do this, I will do this, I will do this, I will do this. So that kind of makes me feel like I'm in control yeah. of the situation. Of the situation. So that calms me down. Like, okay, you see, you can prevent it from happening. Or, okay, if it happens, this you can do this and then prevent it from getting too bad so yeah you still you retain a certain level of control so for me i think that kind of works and then i sit and give myself pep talks along yeah. the way yeah i real i also read certain because i think also the things we read affects us yes. mentally a lot yeah. Yeah. so i stopped reading things that trigger yeah. like and like, social media can be filled with things that can trigger, trigger. tell me about like, it God. so you can like give us certain examples because i know most of them may be like quotes there are certain quotes you read yeah and it starts directing your thought process towards the worst possible like case for scenario. example there are quotes i guess that try to mimic exactly what anxiety is or for for depression, exactly what depression is. I find that reading these things does not necessarily comfort, but sometimes triggers. Like, you know, it kind of triggers. It reminds you of, yes, this is what it feels like. Even if at this moment you're not feeling it, a short while later you're going to be feeling it. Or you'll be in a situation and that quote will pass through your mind. It will remind you of something, then it will trigger a thought. So I find that yeah. those that try to, I, I guess they try to do it in a way, like I think they want to be understanding. Yeah. But a lot of the time I find that for me they trigger just me. Trigger. So I decided yeah. that on, to counter that, what I will now just keep the kind of quotes I read are quotes that are filled with hope. And realistic hope, so not like unreal, because if it's also, also unrealistic, that everything yes, will just, be okay. Will it? No, we will it really? Exactly. Do you know that it will be okay? Yeah, exactly. How do you know? Are you <laughs> going? <laughs> that exactly. <laughs> Reading a quote, it's all fine. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> not. Please let us come down you know, and tell the truth. Yeah. 
So from yeah. there, yeah. now it's like going to be triggered. Yeah. So I read some of the text, okay, it might all, not all be fine. Yeah. But, but this in the meantime, yes. this is what you so, can control. Yeah. This is in what my head, you I'm like, okay, this is realistic. Because yeah. they're not building castles for me in the air yeah. to yeah. start poking holes at. You're making me see that, yeah, things this is a reality. Yeah. Reality is this. I think for me, but, also, mm. what is like humor. Yes. Humor helps me Humor a lot. helps a lot. So Funny on those, memes, yeah, on those days I'll just go like re- watch reruns of comedy yeah. or like specifically go, you know, this baby fever on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> All these cute babies <laughs> who are so cute. Oh, yeah. So, and, and Actually, that, 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 that there is a person called baby fever. So oh, like, oh, no. Because yeah. there's just yeah. days when we ask her and put that twins. Yeah. Then this little Asian boy who says thank you when thank he gets every meal and he eats like... Yeah better than so yeah. many of us but without mentioning names <laughs> and so like it just gets so it takes your mind off things of you're things. laughing at nonsense you're seeing yes, animals yeah. you're seeing dogs and cats that are doing all these sorts of things That's so true. for yeah. me i will deliberately go and look for them mm. then when i'm back i can deal can with whatever reality i'm trying to run yeah. because um, it takes the panic off the edge yes. at least like, so I wasn't saying from a normal person's point of view, but like, not like normal, but uh, yeah, for a person who has not, word. yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not what I was supposed to say. So from a point of view of a person that may not necessarily have extreme anxiety, I think for me the anxieties come with the need to be, should I say, almost perfect. perfect. So perfectionism yeah. for me is something that I realize. Uh, brings about my anxiety a lot and also because I do not know and this is something that I just realized of recent when it comes to relations when it comes to my friends my family I know how to relate on all uh, grounds I know how to be vulnerable on all grounds but when it comes to settings that may not necessarily be friends and friendships and it has to be something romantic my anxiety will be over the roof so now that's something i just realized i didn't even know it but i was like "Mm, this must be this must be anxiety because you can't because i do not know how to deal with it out of control whatever so i feel from like i feel like when it comes to perfectionism ways i have learned how to counter it is just talking and usually when i'm talk when it comes to that i have people who i talk to so i usually either make sure i text um esther or i'll be texting i've actually talked to these people a lot because i learned how to be more vulnerable from esther who kind of just makes me say why like when i ask you how are you it's not always okay to say i'm fine or laugh about it all the time so it's easier for you to tell them there is this plan i remember when we were just starting the podcast oh, oh. Anxiety. What if I fail? And I, you guys, and I always limit like my expectations to like bare minimum. minimum. I only thought ah, twenty people will listen. That is it, God. That is. And, and it's then enough. yes, Thank and you it's for enough. Yeah. I'll be fine. Yes, and yet there is a part of you that says, okay, like if it went about, it could be a hundred. Nice. I would not yeah. feel bad. Then it's okay. Yeah. You can just yeah. So <laughs> you know, if you get <laughs> but if you get people who are telling you, you know what, you, you're going to do great. It's going to be well. Yeah. Don't put yourself on pressure. There's no one who started perfect. Yeah. Then they're able to remind you to almost let go of that mm. need to try and make everything, everything fit well. within that plan. No, no one has ever yes. a perfect plan. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was that was like. And talking to people, talking to people really helps. Yeah. Although yeah. it's right talking people. to the right, right people. people. Exactly. Yeah. I've spoken to someone before who was telling how funny I was going to my aunt's place. Yeah. Now, this is an aunt I've been with a lot. I spend a lot of my time with, and because usually it's when she's at our house, so I'm so comfortable with her. But having spent three months at her place, I was having it like, what if I have boys about me that she doesn't even know? No, now she's not okay. She's to discover well, all of me. I can't hide yeah. me for three months. <laughs> so I was talking to a friend about it. I was like, okay, yeah. so I'm being um, 
going to my aunties and I'm having anxiety and tell me you are just too extra for me. Mm. Ooh, I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so now I was wondering now, anyway, maybe you're being extra, but I knew I was not being yeah. extra. So it's important to actually yeah. talk to. And people let us imagine in. it is extra, not in anxiety, yeah. just, but any extra. Yeah. Maybe you like big, bold colors. Maybe you're loud. Yeah. It's who you it's are. Who so you if are. your person, supposed person yeah. slash friend, cannot take you for you then what are we doing i, know. Yeah, I was like, just so shocked like ah, too extra yeah okay so now i was forced to have to deal with it and, uh-huh. and also now own. deal plus with her comments yes with yeah. that comment yeah. i'm like stop putting yourself in this whole anxiety situation you're not yeah. putting yourself here but you're yeah. not the one actually and i feel like so yeah. many people project their inadequacies yes yeah so you will go to a person and you will say abc and they'll tell you no you can't do it what 1000 subscribers yeah that's yes. not possible you know, with anxiety because, a lot of self yes so for them they're thinking they could never do a yeah. so now they are telling you that you could not, you could not. yet you came for reassurance yeah. and so that reminds me of like okay so what are one what are those phrases i think phrases yes phrases you hear from people uh when you're coping with anxiety that you'd not want to hear say for instance you're you're overthinking it like uh, mm. so you're always overthinking yeah you get like i feel like already a person can't control that overthinking they're overthinking they know they're overthinking yes, and you're telling very them. gaslighting by yes, the way like not even intentionally but yeah. you do gaslight the person because if it's if someone is coming to you with you're telling them you're over you're always overthinking for you you're just an overthinker yeah. there are also people oh, you worry too yeah. much yeah i like, know like that's that's exactly <laughs> so now, why yes. yes that is why i've so come to I'm you sorry. like i didn't come to yeah or yeah. for me also you'll be generally speaking you'll, you'll be, be fine. fine it's very dismissive i don't find you'll be fine comforting the right thing to tell anyone in any situation you can't tell it to yourself i'll be fine yes in the mirror (laughs) you can't be telling someone you'll be fine because i just don't feel like at, on all levels, for me, you're validated, invalidated, whatever yeah. it is the person yeah. was telling you. It just sounds like, ah, that's just another one. And it oh, may so, also And then, you know, like Ugandan, depending on where you're listening yeah. from, yes. you knowing that it sort of was slang, you will be fine. No, yeah, and it was used in jest. Yeah. yeah? So now, just... even in a serious case, someone will just say, you'll, you'll be, fine. be fine. Using that, you will be fine. So, which one is it? You know, sometimes you just context into context. Exactly. Too. So, you're just mm. like, are they just dismissing my you'll be fine? Mm. Do they mean the real you'll be fine? So, yeah. I agree with that okay. friend. Yeah. yeah. And for me, there's another. Okay, there are two. They are related. Yes. Relax and calm down, you people. They can trigger. No they can one in the history of coming down has ever <laughs> come down <laughs> from being told to calm down. Exactly. Relax makes it seem like. You were there busy, you were doing some seriously hard things. No way. Relax. Calm down, make some calm, calm down. down. I'm like, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Great idea. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. Because whole You're time so I've been trying to what? calm down. What is coming? Thanks. I think if you don't know what to say, just keep listen. quiet. Keep quiet. Exactly. exactly. It's safe. No one gets hurt. No. I will know that you're there for me. You maybe you don't have that exactly. I would appreciate yeah. someone who tells me I don't know the appropriate response. Mm. Like I would appreciate someone who tells me that. Yeah. Or who's I don't like know I don't know what to say. To say so fine. I will just keep quiet. Yeah. So fine. tell me. Oh, tell me how to be there for yeah. you. Yeah. You know? you can for you. can actually. And people uh, should normalize asking yes, how to ask be there because for people. you might. I don't know. Because what I feel like I need to relax. Maybe. Should I pay for you to go to a spa? Oh, I feel like I need to talk to someone yeah. beyond you. Should we find a therapist? Yeah. Like there are so many easy really things that ask. can be and you know what? Eh? When in doubt. Go back go, to go. the beginning. 
go to the person themselves and really yeah. find res- resources if you really feel like you're going to be there yeah. for someone but if you're just doing it so that it passes then yeah oh another is get over it yes in any situation I don't know if people still tell, tell for me those people to phrases get over are it. all very because like, for very... me they make it worse if I was at 80 he told me yeah, calm down like relax get over it I'm suddenly up here yeah. like, and now with also a little bit yeah. of anger or yeah. frustration I think our like, elders like maybe your boss or like a parent yeah. or like what are more likely to say get over it and yeah. feel like or I think also males for, for sure I don't know how males and that's males with their friends yeah, their but, friends kind yeah. of expect them to just get over the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, get over it. Yeah, you'll be man, you'll be good. You'll be G. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I don't right, know. So I remember asking her, I mean, I remember telling her, because there was an anxiety. I don't, like, I had anxiety over something. But I was telling her, mm, Ivy, let's be honest. This anxiety has come from us. It has come from, because sometimes, yes, the anxiety, we have no control over the situation. Um, It has just happened. It's okay. Then there are those ones that come from certain negative habits that yes. we have yes. and i was now that's what we're going to talk about mm-hmm. for me i realized that day laziness was the cause of this one you knew the plan you knew the program but somehow you were not doing you what were not you doing what you had doing. to do yeah. so i had to ask myself but now why wasn't i doing what i was not why was i not doing what i had to do and then that's when i had to be like okay was this laziness was this procrastination was this uh, yeah so anxiety can also come as a result of some of the negative things and yeah. negative choices we mm. make. So for one, I know that at least for last week, I decided to go visit my friends, Kuzunga, instead of doing certain things that I wanted to do. Hence, like when you look at it, grand scheme of things, it was like you knew this was the plan. Mm-hmm. You went, so your friends, good job. Enjoy, you're yes, happy. But you're happy. Look at all, but these, things, look at all, all these things you yeah. had to do. Prioritizing. So, yes. Also really important. So say, maybe laziness is a very strong word but I, I decided to call it laziness because yeah. prioritizing so I failed to prioritize and give some other thing that that some the other priority still grateful. yes yeah. the attention at different times so I would say for prioritization is yeah. key yeah. and try not to be lazy when yeah. you have the energy like like discipline, I said, working discipline. with a plan yes. and following yes. through because yes. it's so different to make a plan yeah. and it's also different following yeah. So very on that very point, it's kind of like a double-edged sword in the sense that mm-hmm. sometimes you just wake up and you can't you're just, yeah. yeah. You're like, this I'm supposed you're to. I, I just need to write an email of four sentences, but you're looking at the screen. Yeah. The yeah. words are there, but they have just failed to get into your fingertips and for you to start typing. Mine is willing, but I just there. Mm, Sometime today, anytime yeah. this week, anytime this, this month, yeah. anytime this year. I don't even know and why that not, happens. You know, so. so there's there's that, and then there is also after all of that. At what point is it self pity? Yes. At what point are you just saying, oh, I deserve a day off? Yeah. Maybe a week. No, you work too hard. You'll yeah, do this yeah. later. And depending on the support system that you have. I might encourage you, and I'm like, yeah, take a break. But then at some point, I'm just yeah. like, tuli kuchi, yeah. you know, yeah, like it long. has gone on for too long. But also knowing the line where it is like this person is actually going through an anxiety or depressive attack, episode, an yeah. episode, and then you're telling them, get out of bed. You're mm. much better than this. Yeah, yeah. You need to deliver. Versus, okay, they have reached a point where 
is it really yeah. psychological oh, yeah. or should I lift them out of bed yeah, and then yeah. we start small steps towards them getting to their you know full yeah. potential yeah. Yeah. so I think maybe one of those things like I said I feel like you have very good like practical methods I do yeah. too like routine I think routine and planning yeah. and I think because uh, I was watching something on procrastination which I think is another cause of anxiety and yeah. the lady was saying um, you know what procrastination just comes with building an action like if you want to counter it was I think Mel Robinson if you want to counter procrastination just act yeah. do the action but not just act of you do not want to write a 1,000 page paper so you're telling yourself now I'm writing a 1,000 page paper yeah. she just said build a routine but build a routine slowly yeah so if Start Monday morning you drank you woke up said a short prayer of two minutes Tuesday morning say a short prayer of two minutes and drink a cup of coffee like that so she's like you just do the action and for some reason skip building skip building on it and then uh, we usually say maximize maximize the hours in which you're very like good at but I do realize that there is an importance of forming a morning routine because morning morning really set do pace set a pace for, for your day for a day for days there are people who maybe it may not like the morning routine thing may not apply at any one point but it's very really it's actually really really important what you do the first time in the morning if if you're not going to do anything throughout the day at least wake up in the morning and meditate whatever it is whether it's meditate yes. exercise, exercise journal yes because yeah. it's very important at least for oh i think i hear it Usually, like, I tell myself, okay, when people have overly, overly <laughs> emphasize it, different people, maybe, people, it works. maybe it works. yes, it really might, might really be might. True. <laughs> Yes. So the same yeah. way people say, okay, when a person is going through this, don't say it, don't say it. So if you really hear a lot of people say, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, then it's probably true. Yeah. yeah. So I think maybe, another yeah. thing, social media plays a huge, huge, huge part in how in people having anxiety. In, and I'm speaking this in the sense of comparison. Yes. For example, like we're in this COVID time, and in COVID time, so many people have started businesses. But also, so, so many, many people have lost businesses. But so many and people have too. also, there are even those who have just started, like not done yeah. anything. anything. So you're and looking at fine. people doing all these things, yeah. and you're starting to feel like, uh, guys, which, yeah. I'm in the last part of the world, yeah. thing, you know? So there are people who have just felt like I'm so unproductive, I'm not doing anything, yeah. look at so and so, so and so that maybe maybe what's what's so and so your peers, your actual friends who yeah. you like we have we come from the same social class, we have the yeah. same background in yeah, education. Same friends, we are maybe starting what is your story? Yes. Business, and you yeah. start to compare. Now yeah. that can start to like trigger it. Ideally, I guess for some, maybe if it was in a moderate dose, it would push you, maybe yes. to do something. Because sometimes let's accept that. I guess a certain level see what others are doing inspires inspires you, you to yeah. want to do your thing but there's but a the point where it's not inspiring you it can end up not just making you downright feel bad yeah. about feeling bad, what you're doing you'll get jealous you're jealous you're maybe you're not there now for your friends yeah. in the way they you know you're not being yeah. like, you know you can explain. be there yeah. but you're not being there maybe if maybe wants advice on that podcast thing you have something you could say you don't want and to say it like, because no. for you you're doing nothing yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah. and then now you feel bad because you're not being a bad friend really so yeah. and then it just continues I, think, I agree yeah. especially because now we are really in the age of sharing yeah for, for people are going and to happily share, share their pictures everything. and their youtube their channel and their videos as they walk to their last they client of the day the yeah. the <laughs> 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 so you're just like 
really why me yeah. you know and for me mm-hmm. and it's like, and it's it's I, I don't even know if i should be sharing this but i have a friend a good friend who's mom has been pushing her exactly yeah. on this very thing look at your friends they're starting businesses yeah. meanwhile guess who one of the examples is you me her friend <laughs> now they're pitting her against me yeah. so say she's running an organization she has a business why can't you be more like her yeah. now the fact that my friend is telling me this one yeah. it has hurt her so bad that she can't keep it to herself so, yeah. she, she, she won't even think of how it's going to affect me because in this moment it's affecting her yeah. and i need to be there for her as a friend but also sort of i'm a victim Yes, yeah, yeah, perpetrator well, yeah. of the pain that she's going, she's through. going through. Things like that edit out a whole lot. Yeah. Her mom doesn't know what I actually go through. She doesn't yes. know the level of success or lack thereof. Yeah. She doesn't know the anxiety that it comes with, the pressure that it comes with. Yeah. She's seeing the finished product. Even my friend knows their issues, but in that moment, it's not she's, what she's, it's not what she's thinking. thinking. She's yeah. just like, how dare how dare they compare me yeah, to this person yeah. or yeah. why yeah and as i was speaking to her i was telling her you have so many gifts because she was like i'm, I'm, I'm ready to start a business yeah, yes. i'm like do you really want to start a business yeah. or are you doing it because this is what you know your parent has told you to do yeah and she's like no i think it's high time i made money and the truth is we're not all entrepreneurs yes. you know yes not all of us some of us some people we have not born but are better suited as leaders yes, yes. some people are better suited, suited as up. team players yes. some people are just better suited to like support yeah to yeah. propel others to the next to level the next, others know? are just supposed to be are supposed to be like team players like be yeah. in the team sometimes yeah. even like you're only positive not only positive but your greatest skill is that you have great energy yeah so you might not even really do physical work but when you're in a place people are encouraged to work and yeah. for you that is your, your superpower yeah. you know so i know when come and say okay now get your energy and help me sell 1000 books yes. you know yeah. but your energy will help someone who's great at sales to actually yeah. sell the books so i think i totally agree about the pressure yeah. and it's not even social media sometimes even just amongst our mm. friends our families because mm. yeah. we have all yes. these expectations and suddenly even if you were brilliant and you know you had things you're good at or you have your own job now people are telling you oh, on top of that job you have to have seven other income streams yeah, yeah. how is that going for you your friends are building houses and are driving mm. cars you're still on board as why how how yeah. yeah and you are already dealing with anxiety your own mm. inadequacy is telling yourself i'm not good enough now the world also wants to tell me tell i'm you not that good, you're good enough, enough. Yes. yes so i think it's very important that as a you know individuals you you try and kind of positively look at your goal and your plans and, and also accept at, the pace at which it's going yeah. such that even when people because you can't control what people are going to tell you your mom yeah. or your auntie or your friends will be telling you this is what you're supposed to be doing at this time but i know how, what i'm dealing with so and they're not asking from a malicious point of view say for instance sometimes. For some mm. <laughs> okay sometimes okay maybe i would say most times because the ones yeah, that ask my, my friends they say i think some of my friends it's mm. just a place of yeah. love and like hey what just are you doing the wrong ones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. so let's say for instance right now uh if you're maybe running something they will think okay say if, uh, let me just give maybe for the monetization of this podcast it's something i've been thinking about for a long while but I feel like, okay, so there are, there are those that will come and be like, okay, so how soon? Like, how soon? When is it coming? When is the, when is the money coming in? When is everything coming in? But like, uh, you have to learn how to just know that, okay, fine. 
when something gets to this place this is how i want it to be so you discuss it with your person this would be ivy this is how it's supposed to go this is how it would take and it's okay for it to take time so those are things i have to continuously remind myself like it's okay for it to take time but also because the priorities you never sometimes you don't understand what the priorities of the other person you don't know what their plan is maybe she wants to make build her house a perfect grand house at 50 and maybe the same house this friend has at 23 is say a one bedroom house no she she probably already has money for a one bedroom house but she wants a grand plan at 50 so i think it's very important that when it comes to plans or things you don't know like try to not make it when you're giving your advice or pushing try not to make it be from your point of view of have you seen the other house? Yeah. That is what you should do. But more like, oh, so where are you exactly. at? Exactly. I think we really where, should yes. be mindful yes. of that person's dream. Like, yes. you, honestly, Not quite honestly, you can't love it more than them. Sure. Yeah? Or know it more than them. Yeah. They are pacing themselves with good reason or whatever. Yeah. So you can support them. The ideas you might have that are great, yeah. but don't make it seem like, oh, you're too small. Like, grow, 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 grow. Yeah? Yes. This, you're too this big. Stage, you're exactly. Well, that's too... Such an also, unrealistic you shouldn't dream. necessarily use other people as comparison rather than inspiration. Yeah. You know, so the way someone speaks yes. can either make you compare yourself exactly. or just speak inspiration. Yeah. Yes. You can tell someone, oh, you're doing this podcast. You should listen to so and so and how she does this. I like this thing. I think yeah. you could incorporate it yes. in the podcast maybe. Yeah. Versus, but why don't you do this like so why and can't so? You be because like now, look suddenly at you numbers. feel less than, yeah, so and so has 2,000 people and she yeah. just started the other month. How yeah. come for you? Yeah, it's very different, and we are all different. Yeah. Yes. Now you're making her compare herself. Versus, you can tell her so and so does something like this, and I think it has upped her numbers. Yeah. yeah, but also I think also if you're on, you know maybe someone's anxiety is coming from your friend's anxiety is coming from because she thinks that you are perfect or you're thriving. If you can, I think it's more realistic to also try and be instead of talking about just success or how nice the journey is or how amazing it is. It's also okay yeah, to kind of tell your friend that oh there is this other side to it. Um, you may this may be the things that are going perfectly in yeah. my life, but but I'm, there are these failures that I've not mentioned. There are all these failures, so you're doing great. Yeah. So I think that is also yeah. Very and back good. to like this comment on social media, we don't see the behind the scenes. Yeah, we constantly see the oh, finished products, yeah. airbrushed. Because it's what sells. <laughs> What's that sunset hour? You yeah. know, like the beautiful pictures are beautiful videos yeah rarely do you find in fact one of the things i need to do before i die is like to do series on failure yeah so that people just hear about failure 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 yeah. and get it into their head that what it's you're normal. saying is part of the process yeah. you know yeah and some people have had their success at 50 others have started phds at 70 yeah. others have built their Recently dream business at 45 finished her i was on twitter was very exciting she got her de- there's one that had just started her degree at 33 yeah. and she said oh right now i'm going back it's here yeah. My degree, we're going to get it and so, that hey, is yeah. also fine because i fear and especially i think maybe ugandan slash african context we come and tell half the story mm. we are like hey i started with three thousand shillings and then it made it an helped me buy my first <laughs> spare part and now look at me i'm a billionaire yeah. X 
excuse me what of the in between you know yeah. but then also rarely do we admit that someone helped us along the way well, yeah. so the stories i'm self-made self-made billionaire there is no self-made human I, in, in any industry way. in any yeah. anything and now the young people who are looking up to you that is all they have taken yeah, out yeah. of this so when they steal or become corrupt or who am i going to blame they want to They're become to billionaires be with their three thousand. <laughs> yeah. yeah so what are you telling yeah. them so i think the onus is on us and i Mebo knows this. I try as much as possible mm-hmm. to be honest about the failures as yeah. well with my team, with the people I talk to through my social media platforms, so that even when you're yes. seeing the glossy, you mm. know, finished product, oh look at that dormitory. Oh, do you know or, what we went yes, through to, yeah. get there? to get there? Oh, you have yeah. such a great team. Yes, but we also have issues. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can be a problem. They can be yeah. a problem. Yeah. But in the end, we work through it to get to the finished product. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow, like, if you've not gotten it, all these things we talked about because anxiety can stem from, like, as we had already said, unexpected, like, expectations of others that are beyond what you'd want. There, it can stem from and your own expectations. Yes, your own expectations, comparison. So when we are talking about all these, without saying necessarily anxiety, anxiety, yeah. that's what we mean. Yeah, we're yeah. just trying to show you how you can cope, but also how you can. Be there, be there for people, others, people, yeah. others and you. also be help other people with your anxiety. Just yeah. be mindful. Be mindful. You know, and how it reflects yeah. in different school work yeah. and yeah. all our relationships. Yes. Yeah. yeah. My last question would be, guys, and this is a question a friend posed to me, I think three weeks back, and I'm constantly going back to revisit it and re re answer it in my head like yeah. in a different way. Where do you draw the line or where is the difference between anxiety and the gut feeling? Because mm-hmm. for some people, yeah. um, a gut feeling is like okay. Basically, we all get gut feelings, right? Yeah. But at what point are you like, no, this is not just intuition. This is now me heading towards being anxious about this thing or overthinking this thing. Okay, let's look at it as or maybe overthinking. I think for me, a gut feeling comes with, or intuition comes with, a little bit of calmness. Like when the inner voice is speaking, it's. A little bit calm it's almost like just directing so when it's saying just like it's almost like just check this out a little bit like take care this may happen just it won't be like all right that, it won't give you first of all first of all it won't come with twenty thousand different thoughts thoughts it will just be one just be one line of thoughts yes and it will be very calm and it be it will be very suggest like it will be as if suggesting to you not telling you what to do yeah. with anxiety it's almost like you've told yourself all these things like, this is what several is going to happen in several you know, yeah, several different you know ways maybe esther you can i'm inclined to agree with you yeah. and i think that once you've lived with yourself decades yeah <laughs> three decades four decades yeah. after some time you kind of start to tell the difference yeah. you kind of start to you wake up in the morning and you just something just isn't right yeah. Yeah. you can't put a finger to it there are times when i have canceled a meeting strictly on that yeah and then I'm like, maybe there was going to be an accident. Maybe this person was going to piss me off. Maybe yeah. they're going to make me feel less than. I don't yeah. know what it was, yeah. but, but I just yeah. came and said, sorry, today is not going to work. Can we maybe consider this other day? Yeah. And yet for anxiety, like you said, it's very... Some, it's aggressive, but then also sometimes it's illogical. Yes. yes. A gut feeling is usually illogical. Yeah. Yeah. It's realistic things. Don't like there's going to be an earthquake the moment you leave that door. You know? Yeah. It's subtle. Yeah. 
yeah. and it's something like which is serious or maybe this is going to be negative energy where you're going or this person from your last yes. interaction it didn't yeah. go well yeah. so today things could blow out of proportion so you not check yourself yeah. Yeah. whereas for anxiety mm-hmm. it's telling you all possible so, scenarios so that are just crazy mm-hmm. some may be a bit real but many of them and they're all coming in one yeah. way yeah yeah i agree intuition is very it's very i agree but it's calm and it's also realistic sometimes it's from past experiences like yeah. mm, the number of times i've been around so and so it feels like this yeah. so sometimes you're inclined to feel a certain type of way of how something is going to go around yeah. with anxiety one it's very panicky it's making you think ten thousand things mm. and, and on no top of backing. that sometimes the things are illogical like you think something is going to drop down and just fall from where yeah, yeah. <laughs> right yeah so anyway that that really yeah. is the last i guess question i wanted yeah. to i think now we can you know wrap up and esther will give us we'll say her final things then ivy and i will finish up but when she was speaking i remembered when she said you know if you've lived with yourself for 20 years 30 years 40 years decades it reminded me that I think almost with everything really when it comes to things where you have to control your emotions, where you have to control your feelings, it's important that you're very self-aware. So self-awareness yeah. at the end of the day is very key. Mm. Yeah, Esther, you can, you know, substitute, ask questions if there's anything yes, we so missed out. so my parting shots yeah. are going to come from what you just said. Yeah. I think that um, especially in this pandemic and lockdown and all, all the quote-unquote free time that we have had or are going to have we need to use it mindfully to understand who we are better and what what trigger what makes you very simple questions what makes you sad what makes you happy what makes you anxious what makes you fearful you know and how to chase it yeah yeah chase chase the things that make you happy and bring out the best Best in you you. and then chase away the opposite the other day i read a quote and then she had it saying stop postponing joy yes yes so each time you're just like oh we shall celebrate your promotion Mm. next month Uh -uh. you know if next month is going to come oh i did a really great job and you know i got this deal but ah let me first wait for the money to become enough Mm. when is the money ever going Going to to be be enough enough, you know let's wait and it's something that i personally struggle with rewarding myself I'm so happy to reward other people, but when it comes to rewarding myself, I postpone. I literally postpone. So I think this has given us an avenue to like really think through yes. the things that make us happy, the things that make us sad, and even the people. You know, mm. sometimes the burden and the baggage that you have is because of the people in your life. They are toxic, negative energy. And each time you're around them, you feel like, oh my God, am I really worthy? Mm. But then you, you tell your friends, you're posting pictures together, and yet yeah. they are stealing from yeah, you. Taking away your joy, consuming it, and yeah. I don't know, it turns into sunshine somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know, but then we need to be in control yeah. of that. Now, away from ourselves, how can we be there for other people yeah. who are experiencing anxiety or depression or any other form of yeah. Yeah. pain that is not tangible or Emotional something you can't really yeah. see them? Yeah. I think that, uh, and we, we hinted on this earlier, ask your people. Mm. Like when I say I don't want to talk, ask me what well, can I do yeah. you know How even if I, I just say prayer I'm like okay I got you yeah. can I just come and sit with you and we say nothing to each yeah. other fine. fine if you feel like Mabel had told me she's starting a podcast and I see week one week two week three week four week five I'm just like what can I do which part of this burden can I take from you? Is it coming up with a name? Is it getting a logo? Is it getting yes. pictures? Is it getting guests? 
help people who are overwhelmed with this bigger picture to break it down by just taking away a small burden or telling them here is a plan yeah. do you think it works what can how can we better it yeah. and even like suggest we've done exercises on phone with Mabel before yeah. like yeah. suggest should I come and work with you maybe let's put this YouTube thing at a certain time and for 30 minutes we are working out yeah. you don't have to feel so lonely because you're going you're to have someone to who's there with else. you yeah. and if it gets to the point of seeking professional help therapy in this country is really expensive find ways to reduce the burden yeah. say I'm going to pay half of it or as a group of five let us all contribute to yeah. this friend of ours because we know she's dying of a job but she really needs this or send resources or yeah. like get other people who have experienced this to talk to her or him so that yeah. it feels like less of a burden yeah. and go with them yeah. if they're willing just go sit at the reception they have their session after the session ask them what did you learn um how is how do you feel two you weeks three weeks later are you implementing what they said what they say about your relationships how can i be a better friend partner parent to yeah. get you through to the next level so that it's just it's a whole something on a personal level you're working on yourself but the people around you know not to be the triggers yeah. not to be the support system that they're actually supposed to be and even you from this experience will probably be a better friend and have better relationships with people yes. around you. Thank you so much, Esther. That, that is, is such an ideal yeah. kind of um, world, a world I want to live in. Like a world where we're mindful. <laughs> Let's be the yes. change. Right? <laughs> like a world where we're mindful of others and want to be there to better them. Like we want to be a part of someone's betterment process. I think just to add to what Esther has said, I'll just add that with um, all this comes now safe for the person who is having this episode. Share. When you live in your head, you cont- it's like an echo chamber yeah. so everything you're pushing out all these negative thoughts are bouncing back into you then you're pushing them out then they're bouncing back into you. you you're so it's important to step out of your head a little sometimes the reason you're anxious is because you're looking at something in one way yes. so you're looking at the end result in one way yeah. and you know everything's going to go wrong this one way so when you step out, you can speak to someone and be like, okay, but there is also this other way of doing it, which, which could be simpler, could be simpler mm-hmm. might not result into this. Yeah. And you can know? be very realistic it as can well. Be, yes. So yeah. when you step out, you get to see something in another light. You can be so worried that, okay, no, no, no. one time I was fretting so much and I was thinking to myself, oh my God, one time all the people I care about are going to die. And then this and this and that. And then I thought to myself, I was actually speaking to someone and the person told me, okay, but they will die for sure one day. But you could also be using this time to build memories with them and take so many pictures and and celebrate them and love them so hard that you don't you're not worrying about this because you're so busy loving them yeah okay there's that so so every time you are in a place where you don't try and share like so so that for someone to be there for you they can only be there if If they know where you're at you know if i don't know you're anxious Mm. and i don't know your triggers I can't and we have a yeah. yeah. to a point where we, we expect the people who love us to just tell us. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like know? You Why are you expecting know. what you also can't do? Exactly. Like, oh, okay, yeah. so I haven't been online for one day and no one cared to know. To, to, yeah. Yeah. They're doing so much. Yeah. They're not, yeah. you know, yeah. halfway yes. well because remember that you're yeah. struggling, but they're they also struggle drug, struggling. Exactly. And if, if, if you tell them and they do nothing, that's a different 
Yeah. But yeah. if you don't tell them, at you can't all. be mad so yeah. at me not reading the cues when you're 70,000 70, miles exactly. away from me. Exactly. I can't see you. So, I don't yeah. know. You so do sharing is very, well. yes, it's very yeah. important. And being honest, because if you keep, mm-hmm. if I ask and you say fine, 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 right. then no, I'm going to think you're, you're fine. fine, fine, exactly. fine. Then you're like, oh, those because two months Because a person may also know that, okay, you're not fine. But if you tell me you're fine. Maybe maybe you're trying. Yes, and exactly. And maybe you're telling me that's what I don't ask for yeah. questions and I'll respect that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because if you say you're not fine because you want your space at this moment, yes. then later be able to talk about it. Yeah. Or you could be saying you're not fine because you want me to probe harder. Uh, you also put the person in a like, complicated what, what place. What do we want? <laughs> really, exactly. what do we want? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that reminds me of like, those, I feel like it's, it's like those things where people like, you know, people, it's almost like those negative, like you said, that the things you think, reason, and keep the reading, and the people you kind of start believing will affect how you start, you know, either sharing or not sharing. Because now there are people who, all the time you're online, you see those quotes that they say, love, love will betray you. People around your life, they, like people yeah, are not, they will always be a person and that can let you down. <laughs> it's true, it will happen. Maybe it may also not happen. There are also good people. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah I think. And also, don't send subliminal messages because people who like, didn't you see my tweet? I said some. Depressed True. things. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean, I thought that the quote yeah, was something that you read from. Exactly. <laughs> then we have a fight. You go and you write, and you're like, "Hmm, call some friends." Guess what? If you don't tell me, I don't know if I am some friends. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, oh God, that, that is true. Yeah. So please, anyway, let's, yeah. Bottom line, let us be open to sharing. Be very open to sharing. Sharing all ends, I yeah. guess, of how things happen. Not just yeah. your good things, but also not just your bad things. Like, exactly. Sometimes when you share all your bad things, all you'll see are your bad things. <laughs> share something good, such like, okay, yes, this year this happened, this happened, this happened, but also, this also happened. Um, and on just on that, it's very, 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 very vital for people who are struggling with anxiety mm. and other emotional issues to like intentionally count their blessings and yes. what they're grateful for. Yes. Like if it means Gratitude. uttering it out loud in the morning, I'm grateful for life, I am healthy, I have a family that loves me, yeah. whatever it takes. If it's writing, personally I do the writing. Yeah. If it is, I don't know, put it in a song if you're a yeah. musician, whatever it takes. So that even when you're having those panic attacks and thinking, oh my god, the world is coming to one end, look, the yeah. pandemic, oh Uganda, yeah. how many cases? You're just like, but no one I love has been affected yeah. yes. or oh, there's only one out of the possible 30 yeah. Yeah. you know and just be very open about sharing that when someone says how are you like oh, having a bad day but guess what happened today like yes there are other yeah, positive yeah. things that are happening yeah. and yes. we need to acknowledge both sides yeah, yeah. thank you so much thank Esther, you so much, for your time Fun and funny. Yes, and I also didn't see the anxiety like this discussion actually ending the way it had ended. Thought we were going to be sad in tears. No, not in tears. Mm-hmm. I just thought maybe we'll say it's now. How are we going to? Go? Yeah, we're just like, how are we going to do it? And somehow we have made it so diverse that we've reached this end. Like, I don't even think we're going to do. But thank you so much for your time, Esther. Yes. Sorry. Be positive about yourself. You can say. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for always like coming through. Thank you for having me i'm proud of yes. you two young women thank, thank you. you ivy i never say it by the way i've noticed i never actually tell you thank you so much for being <laughs> on the podcast oh, and i'm so proud of you as well <laughs> yeah so thank you all for listening to this episode please follow us on instagram at getting candid with mabel and did i say at getting candid with mabel that's okay that's our it's handle the door the door are you
<laughs> yes, getting candid with Mabel and also on Twitter and yeah. Yeah. Follow us, Mabel said that. Like, um, I don't know, share. comment, share with us if you Subscribe, have somebody you want. Download. Yeah, everything. Yeah. If you have um, comments you want to make on something, something didn't go well, something was too long, something was too short, <laughs> something yeah. was too diverse, something was too narrow. We're all open and we'd like to hear from you guys. If you want to come and share something in one way or another, it might not necessarily be, you might not want to feature, but you might want your story or your perspective or your opinion shared. Please do tell us. We're just here to be what? The outlet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Have a great week. See you guys next week. Yeah. Bye.